0: Welcome, everyone, to another InventRight TV show. We have a very special guest here, don't we, Stephen?
1: Well, we do, Andrew, and I'm very happy to have Connie joining us today because I met Connie and her son a few years ago in Sydney, Australia, and I took a wonderful picture. Thank you for for letting me take a picture, and it was a wonderful time, and there wasn't a big crowd that day, but you showed up, so thank you very much.
2: I was following you. You've taught me a lot.
1: Well, thank you. Uh, but what was even more exciting, Andrew? I got this note from Connie that she's been following us, and I think she read um, one simple idea. And what happened, Connie? Tell us. Tell us your story.
2: Okay. So the story started in 2017 when I came home and I found my pool. It had algae, and I've got a fiberglass pool. And I watched a movie called Joy. Not sure if you're familiar with that movie. First time I've seen it, so I was quite inspired, thought it was a great movie. And I tried to clean the pool with a normal bristle brush, but that didn't work. So I called a pool guy out, and he cleaned the pool with chlorine. And I just said to him, you know, surely there's a better way to clean this pool. And he said, if you come up with an idea, let me know. And honestly, the two things just happened, and I just started thinking. And I thought, well, what about if I tie a microfiber cloth to a broom? and use that to actually sweep the smooth surface. And I found that it actually worked. But I had no idea what a patent was, or what inventing was, or royalties. So I went to Google and I stumbled across InventRight. And you guys have actually taught me. I didn't do your course, but watching the YouTube channel and all the, the different um, topics that you had educated me to actually pursue the, the dream.
1: Well, let's talk about that for just a minute too. So because we, we supply a lot of information. We write articles and books and we do webinars, but it's a lot of information. How did you build your prototype? Let's start there. Did you just cannibalize an idea, Frankenstein an idea? How'd you do it?
2: Well, I'm a graphic artist. So I've always been um, I guess, you know, handy with making things. And your, one of your YouTube, you said something along the lines, you don't need to spend a fortune on um, a prototype. So I thought, well, hang on. I know how to use cardboard, clay, sticky tape. So I mocked up a visual and um, that was it. That was my first prototype. It was out of cardboard. Cardboard, bit of sticky tape. And I bought the clay, which I didn't have to. I could have used a toilet roll. But I thought I want to play with some clay. So I did that. And I made a prototype, got a microfiber cloth. So that was, that was one part of your, your um, uh, web topic that you discussed. Um, I also filed a PPA. Now, you discuss not having to go through the whole process of spending thousands of dollars. Well, I think here in Australia, I don't think we're educated enough because in America what I've understood is that you learn about patents through school. So you learn this at school. Whereas I don't think we do, because I had no idea what a patent was three years ago. And when I was ringing the um, the attorneys, they all told me that to file a PPA, it was going to cost five to seven thousand.
1: Oh, geez. Okay.
2: But you then said on your video that you file for seventy-five dollars in America.
0: Not even okay. that, seventy dollars. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. So I had called a patent attorney here in Sydney, and I said, look, I came across these guys in America. They talk about filing for $75. You know, I I should be able to file something, you know, like a provisional for $75. And he said, oh, you've got Buckley's of doing that. So I thought, no, I've got to go back to Google, start searching. And I came across IP Australia, which is the governing body for intellectual property.
1: Okay.
2: And I filed it for $110
0: you filed the australian provisional patent
1: yeah yeah yeah,
2: yeah.
1: very smart nice.
2: yeah
1: so when you were reaching well, out
2: well, you know we had $7000 to throw away on something that might not work
0: can we can we, can much we much throw money. up your cell sheet connie is that okay so people can yeah, see sure. it okay so we'll we'll throw up the cell sheet here so you guys can see it so your product is aquafingers i i like the name uh, yeah Fingers. Yeah. And they uh, your licensee, they stuck with that name?
2: Definitely. Yep. Cool. I like We've it. We've got a trademark on the name.
1: Wow. So um, let's talk about reaching out to a company. Yep. Was it hard to reach out to a company? What did you say and how did you find them?
2: Uh, okay. So um, I what I did is I tried to find – I wanted to find an Australian company because I didn't want to – I thought I'm not going to go through the American process. So – I found when I made my prototype and I had my PPA, I started ringing around and I just went to basically Google and I found Australian companies that actually manufacture handover gear. And the first company that I had spoken to, well, I spoke to a couple of companies and I think they heard in my voice that I was excited, and, but I never told them what the product was. But they pretty much said, you know what, we're, we're interested. So I had to find the right fit. And the company I found was in Queensland And their product manager, who I had spoken with a few times, he said, look, I'm hook, line and sinker. You've got me interested. I need to come and see you. So he came and met us in Sydney. He met me and my husband in Sydney, and he brought his CEO with him. Oh, wow. Yep, pretty good. And three days later, they sent me a royalty agreement. But their reaction at that meeting was I knew I had something big because it was like an oh-my-gosh moment when I pulled the prototype out of the my son's soccer bag, um, they just went, "Oh wow! Like, you know, we've never seen this."
0: You're, you're a great fan, Connie, and you watch a lot of our videos. But I know you didn't watch them all because you oh, didn't you limited yeah. yourself to your local geography. You didn't reach out to U.S. and Canadian European companies, but it worked out for oh, you I, anyway. So, but I know you exactly. haven't watched every one of our videos. I know now because no, what well, you just that said. company
2: that company was owned by an American company.
0: Oh, okay. There you go.
2: <laughs> so there you go. But I, I didn't go with them because they actually sort of like um, they faded away. They weren't responding to my emails. They weren't responding to my calls as much as they gave me an offer. Uh, I thought, you know, what? Well, I then became paranoid, thinking, oh, they're stealing my idea, or you know, like you know, you get that. But you, you always spoke about that. You spoke about rejection, and I thought I then called other attorneys, and they said, you know, yeah, there's a possibility that they could copy your idea. But I kind of like thought. Well, you know what? They're a company, a big company. Surely they're not going to do this. So I, I sent them an email and I said, if I don't hear from you, you know, and I gave them a date, I'm going to have to pursue and find another another a licensee. And that's what happened. They didn't come back to me. And then I thought, I want to find someone in Sydney so I can actually go meet them face to face, build a relationship. And that's when I made a call to Waterco Limited. It's an Australian company. Its head office is in Australia. But they have also offices in uh, the UK, America, um, Singapore. Uh, I've got their they've got offices all over. So they're an international company, and they're the people that I license the product to.
1: Wow, there's always a couple twists and turns. So you yeah. you seem to navigate those extremely well, and you saw how simple it was. And what I really like about this, Andrew, with she was able to use her skills as a graphic designer, put it together, build a rough prototype, call a company up, and they and navigated. And she cut the deal with the company in Australia that's worldwide. Yeah, which, I love definitely. it. And I, what I like,
0: I like that it's a weird little yeah. thing to like. Uh, but my first- her prototype was out of cardboard, which doesn't isn't compatible with water, but she didn't care. I'm just going to test it, see if it works. I love that yeah. attitude, you know.
2: They just needed to see it. It's really something that's tangible that they can hold in their hands. You don't need to spend a fortune. But then I did get a a, a 3D model uh, printed up, Mm -hmm. which I spent, I think, $700. But you know what? That was irrelevant because the idea was there. And really, you talk about once you've got the companies involved, they then bring their industrial designers in. So there are things that I did that I probably didn't need to do. And and because once an industrial designer comes in, they, they look at it at a different perspective.
1: You're right. They're going to make some changes and who yeah. knows what they're going to do.
2: So how do you feel? Tell you, can I tell you one thing that I forgot to tell you? Um, my original patent attorney, who I had spent $12,000 with, hmm. I had gone from filing a provisional, like I did my provisional at $110, and then they approached me. So there must be some database when people lodge um, patents. And uh, this attorney sent me a letter. So I had spoken to about 30 attorneys within Australia, Sydney, Melbourne, Brisbane, but I couldn't pick the right the right guy because I didn't know them. And this guy sent me a um, he sent me a letter. So I thought, well, you know what? He's interested. He's active. I called him. He sounded really nice over the phone. We went through the whole process. We had filed um, for a patent, a standard patent. Um, we had filed for design, and we had filed for trademark. Everything was smooth. And because, I had, because the first company that I had uh, approached, they fell off and I needed to sign this deal with Waterco, I needed to prove to them that I had a patent. So what we did is we expedited my application and the examiner came back with a, a, a bit of a negative report. And my attorney sent me an email said, and he said he agrees with the examiner and he suggests that I abandon my idea and not pursue this anymore. That's it. Give it up. $12,000 and see you later. And I just, I was devastated. Well, I told you where
0: the red flag was when, the, when you get people, when you file something and then people solicit you, that's never good. In the U.S., that can't happen. When you file a U.S. provisional, the, nobody gets access to that information. But it sounds like in Australia, file an Australian provisional, there's people that start marketing to you their services. I, I didn't know that. That's something new I just yeah. learned. So yeah.
1: what happened?
2: Oh, so because I had spoken to 30 other patent attorneys before I had picked one, there was this one guy who just stuck in my head, one attorney who gave me, like, you know, here in Australia, you can ring a patent company, uh, an attorney, and just say, I've got an idea, can I speak to someone? Straight away, you'll get on the phone with an attorney. They'll talk to you. You know, it's like there's not it's not like it's a solicitor that, you know, you've got to speak to the receptionist then you've got to make an interview, or an appointment. These guys will get on the phone and they'll speak to you. So I just thought, well, if they're happy to speak to me, then I'm happy to get as much knowledge as I can from them. So one guy that I actually spoke with and he pretty much helped me out. So I thought that night that I got this email, I was desperate and I rang him. And I remember he was going home. He was at the station catching a train home. And he said, "You know what? Send me all your material. I'll revise it. I'll have a look at it. I won't charge you anything, and I'll let you know my opinion." He came back two days later. He says, "I can win this for you, and I'm going to fight this." And he did. I hired him. We sucked the other guy. And um, he, can I give him a plug? <laughs> sure. Okay. So it's Alder uh, IP, Anthony Alder. He's from Chatswood, and he actually helped me out. He was fantastic. And He's a Supreme Court lawyer, so I knew that. You know what? If I ever got in trouble, I'd be able to have someone that can re- represent me. So it was a win-win. He also did my licensing agreement. So, but he—he just—he, des- he, I think he saw the potential. You know, for attorneys, this is long-term. They get paid for that, and they help you as well. But it's building a relationship and trust. You know,
1: yeah, yeah, Andrew. What's really incredible, you know, Connie made so many. <laughs> You know, she hit a roadblock and went in a different direction, didn't stop her. Yeah. And the, the first company said they kind of dropped off. She found another one. Yeah. And yeah. one one patent attorney didn't do a good job. She got a better one. Yeah,
0: I, so, I, I, I can't say it often enough, but it, it's about it's about her determination and her work ethic, which is more important than your invention, Connie. Your determination yeah. and your work ethic. And you're motivated by that movie Joy. And and that you could well, see you from that movie she too. had that.
1: You know? But Andrew, she believed in the product because yeah. when she showed it to the, the pool guy, he loved it. Yeah, so yeah, she Of course. She had a pretty good idea. She was on to something.
2: Yeah. yeah. Can I show you something? So I had so when I did my research, I thought, can you see that? Yeah. This is what I was looking for. So it's a handover. It's a handover gear. So this is what I was looking for. I was looking for what companies have in their handover gear, and I and I searched all over the world: France, Spain, America. Every big pool company, I went to Google, went onto their website, was able to download their catalogue. And obviously, I found that it didn't exist. So now that I've signed up with Waterco, this is their, this is Waterco, their Mm -hmm. new catalogue.
0: Nice.
1: Right there. Yeah. (laughs) That's great. How does that make you feel? Connie, how do you feel about that?
2: You know what? It's not even about the money, Stephen. It's about, you know what, seeing a, a product on the shelf give you, just gives you that satisfaction that you've achieved something. That's,
1: that's yeah, so more. My- congr- well, two things. Congratulations, Connie. Thank you. Yeah. What advice would you give someone that's just starting out that's watching this video?
2: Oh, definitely. You know what? I think watch the video. You gain a lot of knowledge from you guys. I would not be here today in this situation if I didn't watch your video. It was... It was a coincidence. So I watched the movie Joy and then for some reason I just stumbled across Invent Right. And, you know, what? I'm not much of a reader. I don't want to read a lot of material. But when I started knowing about patents and, and inventions, I actually started to read. It was something that was so interesting to me. But listening to your YouTube, I could have it on during the day while I was working from home and I could have it on just, you know, playing in the background. So as much as I might not have been listening directly, it was there in the background playing and I could hear you guys talking about something.
1: Wonderful.
0: Watching yeah. Stephen watching us ramble on YouTube helped her. I I well, that's look, great. Let me see it.
2: <laughs> so this is um, the packaging water code. We're actually going to um uh, translate it in I think they said eight eight languages, so it's then universal. The good thing about this is that it's flexible. Mm-hmm.
0: This nice and, and I used nice. to have a fiberglass oh. pool, you get those rounded Corners in the bottom yeah. that you can never yeah. get to. It's beautiful.
2: Yeah. Also, it has the removable cloth. It's
0: changed from the cell sheet we showed earlier, hasn't it? Oh,
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Which is yeah. Yeah.
2: So this is made out of EVA. Yeah. And we've got the holes so the water can flow through. The microfiber cloth, that's removable. It's washable. And um, so how I negotiated my deal with them, with with Waterco, is I did say, because I saw the potential in this, and I thought I can collect a royalty. But I also said to them, you know what, I I actually bought the URL aquafingers.com.au to sell here in Australia, so I will become like an online seller. And they said, yes, that's fine. They were happy for me to do that, which I guess is a bit unheard of. But they said, you know, you can collect your royalty, but you can also make money, you know, on on the sales of the product as well. Um, They've invested a lot of money. So when we signed the deal, they actually reimbursed me all my expenses. Everything everything that I had paid for the patent um, was all reimbursed back to me. So they get exclusive rights. Nice. Nice. Yeah.
1: Nice. Andrew, this is Good. like the perfect story.
0: Yeah, perfect it's a great story. story of, it's a story of persistence. It's a story of creativity of solving a problem. It's um, it's a story of one of our viewers. It's great, you know. Yeah. One of our,
1: yeah. Well, Connie, and, and, thank and, you.
0: Well,
1: yeah. Well, thank you very much, and keep us updated. And um, congratulations.
2: Thank and you. And where's your
1: I, son? Is he anywhere around? I don't. See, is he anywhere around? Where is he?
2: Christopher. Uh, no, he's not here. He's not here. He's actually gone upstairs. Okay. He's disappeared. He's disappeared. But, I, I, but I said to you, yeah, uh, I sent you an email. I said, I've got some good news. So the product's been selling since July this year. So only yes. for three okay. months, three, four months, just rolling out. And the company doesn't take big risks. Okay. So in my agreement, I gave them a minimum, you know, like a low minimum. They've, they've exceeded that already. But, um, and I know that you guys don't talk a lot about what people get for royalties, but I'm going to tell you what I got paid. Okay. So I got my first royalty check for three months, $11,000.
0: Wow. And that was that's your first, that's your first, that's your first quarter. Yeah. It's only going to go quite a bit more. Yeah. The first quarter is always like, sometimes it's nothing.
1: Well, it takes, a, it takes a while to roll out. Right. Yeah. And, and yeah. sometimes it takes a couple of years to roll out before those royalties hit their stride. So how does it feel to get an $11,000 check? That's an incredible,
0: good. <laughs> incredibly good sign for a first, a first uh, quarter check. Yeah. Wow, I, yeah. I, I, I could see that. Geez, I could see that going to 20 or 40 a quarter or something. Who knows? Yeah. That's well, their I'm first quarter. Because
2: I did tell the guys at Waterco that I wanted a Ferrari, and um, they said they'll buy, we'll buy two, one for them and one for me. <laughs> okay.
1: Well, thank um, thank you for sharing that information because that is um, sometimes people do not want to share that, and I understand. And, oh, and, and you, your, knew that.
2: you know, your system definitely works. Okay. It's it, it definitely does work. Everything that you teach, you you you've divulged like you know information. You've given us information, and it definitely once you put it in place, it, it does.
1: But it it's, takes hard work. It takes persistence, and you you brought that as well a good idea with a lot of hard work and some good information yeah andrew yeah i love it great I know, story it's great,
0: it's great. I, I think it's very going to be very motivational for all the our other youtube viewers very motivational so
1: well next time i come out to sydney i'll say hello we'll come out and we'll have lunch Absolutely.
2: look right. look forward to it okay How's your daughter? Right.
1: okay good very good
2: so oh, we'll wrap good.
0: up the show. Then we can make some small talk. So everybody, take care. Keep inventing. Connie, amazing. You know, Thank I, you. I, and I'm going to be upset if I don't get to come out to Australia, too. I love Australia. I was out there with Stephen one time. So I want to come out, too. But anyway, everybody, take care. Keep inventing. We'll catch up with you next time. See ya. Bye. <laughs>